welcome back to the Spy Fi Guys, where we cover spy facts, spy fiction, and everything in between. I'm Zach. And I'm Christian. So last week we did Jack Ryan with our guest Star Lance, and I have a microdot for you that this episode of Jack Ryan reminded me of. All right. I'm interested and curious. Here we go. My sources for this are an article by The Independent, Wikipedia, CIA.gov, and The Washingtonian. Okay. Okay, so the protagonist of our story today is Johnny Michael Mike Spann, spelled S-P-A-N-N, and his first name is spelled with an E-A-L. All right. This is because his mother was of Irish ancestry. Ah. So he's a good old boy from Winfield, Alabama, the son of a real estate agent. Mike played football in high school and at 17 became a private pilot. He earned a private pilot license. Okay, cool. He went to Auburn University and joined the Marine Corps Reserve that went on to officer candidate school after graduation. Okay. Mike wanted to go into aviation, but became a field artillery officer instead. He served for six years with the Marines, was stationed in Okinawa, Japan, at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, eventually becoming a captain. So yes, he achieved the rank of captain with the Marines, and then in June 1999, he joined the CIA and trained at the farm where he met his future wife, Shannon Nijoy. Okay. He was known as Silent Mike while he was there. So he met his wife there. Jack Ryan is macked on by one of his co-workers there. That's the where this is going? Really? <laughs> Hold on. There's more. Okay. All right. All right. So this got me thinking about love at the CIA. So I Googled it, and according to the Washingtonian, in February 2021, the CIA had published a series of posts on Instagram called Love at Langley. It's the story of three couples who worked together at the CIA, two met and fell in love while working there, while the other couple met prior to being hired. Couples are pretty common here, says CIA spokesperson Nicole DeHay. There's a variety of jobs, but they're all centered around the same passion to serve. Plus, if your spouse or partner also works at the agency, they especially understand the secrecy that sometimes accompanies the question, how was your day? You think you could talk to Kathy about that? I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fair. I, we, I feel like we talked about this recently in Alias? No, or... Some show. What show were we talking about? Yeah, no, I, I think it was Alias. That's right, yeah. So one of the unnamed participants said, I laugh about this, but it's kind of nice to know that the person you're dating, and future spouse in my case, has been done through a thorough background investigation. She says, it was good to know that everything with this guy was above board. So the Washingtonian concludes, for those looking to head to Langley to find love, the road to joining the agency is difficult, but anything for love. (laughs) Of course, we already talked about joining the agency back in Alias again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to Mike, back to Mike Span. So he was assigned to the ground branch of the CIA. He served in Uzbekistan and the Balkans, and he returned to the United States on September 8th, 2001, He was at HQ during 9-11. Okay. He actually protested the order to evacuate, saying everyone should stay and do something. On October 17, 2001, he was one of eight members of the CIA's Team Alpha, the first people in. They were inserted into Afghanistan in two Black Hawk helicopters. 
Okay. They met up with some Green Berets. Mike was quoted as saying, there are no rules here. We're making the decisions, and our LZ is going to be called LZ Jake after his infant son. Okay. But then, and here's the real reason why I brought this up. On November 25th, 2001, so only a couple months after 9-11, Mike and David Tyson, a CIA case officer, traveled to Kalaijangji Fortress, which is a prison for Al-Qaeda prisoners. There they questioned John Walker Lynn. Do you know John Walker Lynn? That name sounds familiar. He was an American citizen who basically joined Al-Qaeda, who was a Uh, traitor. That's probably why that name sounds familiar. So while they were there, a prison riot started that would later be called the Battle of Kala Ijangji. Approximately Uh, two hours after the interviews began, a number of prisoners suddenly attacked their captors who were outnumbered four to one. Oof. Two Afghan doctors saw what happened to Mike. He swung around, raised his rifle to his shoulder. He shot two or three of them before the prisoners he had been interrogating jumped on him from behind, tackling him to the ground. Mike then pulled out his pistol, fired one or two shots before he was overwhelmed, disappearing beneath a pile of attackers. Yikes. His friend Tyson ran towards Span after hearing his comrade shout, Dave, Dave, Dave. Tyson used his pistol to shoot dead four Al-Qaeda prisoners on top of Mike. But he saw his blood on the ground. He concluded Mike was dead. He grabbed his rifle and used it, among other weapons, to fight his way into the northern half of the fort, killing at least a dozen and possibly up to 40 Al-Qaeda members. Whoa. Afghan forces recovered Mike's body on November 28th as CIA officers looked on. There's a whole thing about the battle. U.S. Army, British Special Boat Service members eventually quelled the Hmm. uprising. Some sources say that Span fought with his AK-47 until it ran out of ammunition, then emptied his pistol, then kind of like Davy Crockett fought hand-to-hand before being overcome. Wow. But who knows how much of that is conjecture and who much is not. A military autopsy concluded that Span died from two gunshot wounds to the head. He was buried on December 10th, 2001 in Arlington National Cemetery. He was posthumously awarded the Intelligence Star and the Exceptional Service Medallion. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a little bit about tributes to him. People said that he was quiet, serious, and absolutely unflappable. He was the first CIA officer to die in Afghanistan, but not the last, as we've Mm -hmm. discussed in previous episodes. Right. And then finally, in August 2021, Mike's father publicly criticized Joe Biden's decision to withdraw the United States from Afghanistan, as Hmm. quoted by The Independent. So that is the sad story of Mike Spann. As you can see, Jack Ryan reminded me of it. I can I can see that why yeah that that last scene in the the pilot that we covered definitely would have reminded me of that if I had known about his story beforehand. So here's to him. He's not truly gone as long as we remember him. Well, thanks for that, Zach, and thank you all for joining us. You can find us on social media at the Spy Fi Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, I'm Christian, and I'm Zach. And we are the SpyFi Guys, signing off. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed our podcast, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. The theme music is by Jer Fitzgerald and Big Man Joe. Media reviewed by our podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. This is a personal podcast. Any views, statements, or opinions expressed in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the participants. They do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the participants may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. You can find our podcast on social media at The Spy Fi Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 